the General Assembly, by unanimous vote, affirmed that genocide is a crime under international law, which the civilized world condemns, and for the commission of which principles and accomplices are punishable. The unanimous vote of the General Assembly on this matter in itself reflected the determination of the peoples of the United Nations, whatever their race, creed, or nationality, to assure that the barbarism which had so recently shocked the conscience of mankind would never again take place. And back in 1949, when the Liberal Party first came to power, Robert Menzies was the leader of that party, they were given the task of legislating against the crime of genocide. They never did it. It's still in a draft form, 2018. That's 70 years after the fact. Where's your genocide convention, Australia? And before you have a treaty, you need to end that sort of hostility with the original people. You can't sit there while there's that sort of undue influence and duress going on. How do you negotiate with people? It's like holding a gun at someone's head. This one's dedicated to my elders, my ancestors. For all of those who came before us. Dedicated to you. Watch as I unfold for those who don't know This is a true story, history untold For every individual, the old and the young This is Australian history 101 Watch as I unfold for those who don't know This is a true story, history untold For every individual, the old and the young This is Australian history 101 Welcome to Australia's dark side People don't know Australian law inspired apartheid Separation legalized in the so-called protection era Black community Living in terror From government departments Who stole our children While our men were at work Exploited by real life villains No cash surviving on Government rations On the frontier Frontline Cultures flashing it Ain't nobody wanna pay The black man for his labor Stolen lands by the beast We got it up Rounded up like cattle On missions and reserves Where we was broken down And forced to serve Had women disrespected And life so hectic They placed our children In white homes To get molested Our brothers in jail cells With long sentences no translators wondering where justice is Watch as I unfold for those who don't know This is a true story, history untold For every individual, the old and the young This is Australian history 101 Hello, you're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network with Nikki Stott. This show has been produced on the lands of the Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. I wish to acknowledge that these lands were stolen and that sovereignty has never been ceded. And also, as a non-Indigenous settler, I continue to benefit from the proceeds of that colonisation. I wish to pay my respects to all elders, past and present, and any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander peoples who are listening. Thank you. 
Last week on the 9th of December, the world marks 70 years since the Convention on the Prevention and Punishment of the Crime of Genocide was adopted by the United Nations General Assembly. And although Australia was a signatory to the Genocide Convention, 70 years later, we still haven't legislated to make genocide a crime here. Genocide is still technically legal in Australia. Which probably won't surprise you if you know anything about the ongoing and indeed steadily worsening marginalisation and oppression of Aboriginal peoples in Colony Australia. In February 2016, hundreds of First Nations stakeholders from Occupy Victoria voted overwhelmingly to reject the push for a mandatory constitutional recognition at a community consultation meeting with the Colonizer State Government, calling for treaty instead. This resulted in the initiation of a treaty negotiation process in Occupy Victoria. However, this process has been problematic, to say the least, as a result of the Victorian government's incompetent mangling of the consultation process. Meanwhile, in May last year, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander delegates from all over the continent met at Uluru to negotiate a consensus response to the federal government's ongoing push for constitutional recognition. The delegates released a statement from the Hart document that rejected constitutional acknowledgement, calling instead for a War Crimes Truth Commission and then for treaty. And now it seems that politicians all over Colony Australia are talking up hashtag treaty in the media. But this week on Earth Matters, we'll hear from Duran Bunjalini Boran Mandundurung, a.k.a. Robert Thorpe, who is an elder from both the Croatungalung clan, Ngunai Kurno nation, and the Jatwarung clan, Ngunditjmara nation, speaking about how the ongoing problem of the lack of resolution to the crime of genocide in Colony Australia must be properly resolved, and also what the shape of proper treaty negotiations with Aboriginal communities could look like, particularly when those communities have a shared understanding of the approach that they want. My name's Duran Bundalini Boran Mandandarung. I'm Eagle Pelican. That's my totemic law, which is far superior than this backward man-made law. It's divine law. It's dreaming law. It's so far removed from where we are today. You know, we've, I suppose, gone backwards in terms of our development by about a couple of hundred thousand years since the arrival of the demons called the colonisers, who, for their know-it-allism, their deluded notions of superiority, have destroyed the place. It's a preemptive assault on our people and our culture for the one reason is to steal the resources. It's all greed-driven. It's about resource theft and global domination. And that's what Australia is. It's not a real nation. Xavier Herbert described Australia as not a nation but a community of thieves. He advised seven prime ministers, this guy, and that's what he described Australia. Xavier Herbert, check him out. And while you're there, check out uh, Herbert Evert, the guy who co-wrote the Human Rights Charter for the United Nations, basically wrote all that stuff that created the United Nations. He was an Australian lawyer. Makes you ask the question, why didn't Australia actually adopt any of those United Nations conventions in particular the Genocide Convention, which was really at the whole basis of the United Nations. Australia's not subject to those laws. Aboriginal people around the world have been 
asking the question at the United Nations, where's our rights recognised in this new world government, United Nations, this uh, global police operation? Totally dismissed the rights of Indigenous people, particularly in Australia and Palestine. Certain countries were split in half, North and South Korea, North and South Vietnam, all part of this new world order. And most of these countries were given options in which way they dealt with that new world order. It's interesting to see that Australia's options were, they had three options. Option A was to recognise the rights of the original people. Option B was the treaty with the original people. And option C was to continue to fundamentally alter the environment in every aspect. And at that time, Aboriginal people were considered to be flora and fauna. So they had a licence. They conspired, they collaborated, the United Nations, with this thing they call Australia. Like I said, it's not a nation. It's no consent, no treaties, no proper law. Just an illegal occupation. But the United Nations has obviously conspired with them and collaborated to get to the point where we are. If we had had a genocide convention back in 1949, when the Liberal Party first came to power, Robert Menzies was the leader of that party, from Victoria, they were given the task of uh, legislating against the crime of genocide. They never did it. It's still in a draft form in 2018. That's 70 years after the fact. Now, 70 years celebration comes up this year on 9th of December. Where's your genocide convention, Australia? And before you have a treaty... You need to end that sort of hostility with the original people, right? You can't sit there while there's that sort of undue influence and duress going on. How do you negotiate with people? It's like holding a gun at someone's head. Australia's created all these conditions. They pay for and, and dictate the policy of all the Aboriginal so-called organisations. They're just fronts. They don't represent Aboriginal people in any way, shape or form. I'll challenge anyone out there to say that they do any good for our people. Now, these organisations get rewarded by the state in the treaty. What the hell have they got to do with treaty process, you'd ask? They're not the tribal people. They're not the clans. They're not the people from country. In fact, they're the opposite to what they are. They're an affront. They're insulting and offensive and have been committing crimes against our people since they were imposed on us. You know, we set up community organisations in spite of the government's duty of care and, and fiduciary obligation... They were self-determining organisations, not the ones that are running the business today. They're just rotting the welfare of their clients with the authority of the state. There's no accountability to the Aboriginal community, these people. They get huge amounts of money to oppress us. I challenge anyone to say that's, that's wrong. They've created the conditions of life. Yeah, they've destituted the Aboriginal particularly around places like Redfern and, and Fitzroy. They were healthy communities. Now there's nothing left of them. They're ghost towns, basically, for Aboriginal people. And particularly here in Fitzroy, it was one of the most uh, inspiring, healthy communities that grew um, something like 76 community health services, rural, remote and urban centres, where we were starting to take a look at our health. And the government didn't like that idea because, you know, after all, the government's responsible for our misery and perpetuating it and sustaining that. And if anybody steps outside of that, you get attacked. So that's that's what happens to average people who who say that, you know, we want to take care of our own business, our own affairs. Uh, we're quite capable of doing that. You know, we've been looking after our children and our welfare for a million years before you invaders turned up here 
We want to manage everything about our lives, our heritage, our children, our royalties, you name it. The white man controls everything. And yet, got to take the point the finger at us. And it's not true. We don't see none of that. I can tell you, I, you know, I'm an elder from country, from Snurry River, and what they call a Gary word, Jack Warren country. I'm an elder in these places. Right? I'm, I live in a high-rise commission flat. I'm on New Start. Yeah? And I wouldn't work. I, you know, I don't want to work for filthy racists anyway. And I don't take their blood money. I'm going to put the call out there. We need independent source of money from the people occupying our land called Pay the Rent. Hypocrites! You live New Britain, you You're listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network with Nikki Stott. Today on the show we're marking the 70th anniversary of the UN Convention on the Prevention and Punishment of the Crime of Genocide. We're speaking with Duran Bunjalini Boran Mandundurung, an elder from both the Crow Tungalung clan and Jatwarung clan in Colony Victoria, talking grassroots treaty. Justify it to the elders. Right. They need a voice in this treaty process now. See, all these corporations get money. All these lackeys and stooges of the state. Have a look. Have a look for yourself, people. You can see it all there. It's so clear. And how this has been operating for at least since ATSIC was imposed on us. This is our last representative body imposed on us. Remember that one? Yeah, that was $10 billion down to shoot. Nothing to show. And we said it was racist from the beginning. But no one listens to the black fellows, do they? You know, we have things done for us, not what we want. They do things to us, what they think is right. This treaty business is, is dodgy at this point. It's not the government's initiative. That, that came from the community. The white oppressors were pushing us into the Constitution, not only 12 months ago. All of a sudden now they're talking treaty. And none of them know. This institutions here don't know nothing about treaty process. So they're in a bit of a bind. It can be sorted out. Like I said, we've got totemic relationships with this land that white men don't understand at all. They don't understand their language. They don't understand our people. We understand them, though. And you're on our sacred land. Robbing and thieving and murdering the whole time you've been here. Living on the proceeds of crime. Well, the first... The original people are doing hard time in your filthy, stinking jails. That's all you've got. That's all you know how to do. This country is manifest from a convict penal colony, just like Guantanamo Bay. It's called Botany Bay. It was the forerunner of these sort of offshore detentions. This whole continent's offshore detention for British slaves. Not that they understand much. 
And what do you know when you get brought up in a convict penal colony? I don't really blame their ignorance. As long as it's ignorance. There's a difference between ignorant racist and a racist. Yeah, there's a good reason why you're ignorant in this country. Because you know, the institutions are, are making sure you remain ignorant, particularly the education system. They, they're not asking the questions that need to be asked. or The, the curriculum's not there that the people need to learn. White and black people in this country. It's not there. The truth's not there. So where's the curriculum? This is where the institutions are responsible for the racist abuse in this country of our people. It's systemic, it's institutionalised, not so much the people. So I'll give them a little bit of leeway for their ignorance there. But the time's coming. Who do you think we are? Why don't you recognise our human rights, our humanity? Who the hell do you think you are, white man? This is the only Commonwealth country without a treaty, by the way. And when you haven't got a treaty, it means you're at war. And that's the question here in this country. Was it a peaceful settlement or was it a war? Are you celebrating 26th of January? Was it a peaceful settlement or was it a war? If it was a war, you need to have a, an end of the war, acknowledgement of that, before you talk about treaties. So we're a long way from that process. You know, this, this racist state called Victoria was the first ones to constitute. People know that, don't they? 1854. This is the one that began from Terra Nullis, not Murrow Island, here in Victoria. That's why these lawyers from uh, Collins Street ran up to Murray Island, the furthest extreme in the jurisdiction, to deal this case called Terra Nullis and came up with this naive title, another act of genocide for our people. Total racist rubbish. And people remember they retrospectively recognised the native title here. They didn't retrospectively recognise the Genocide Convention, did they? This is 1949. If they did that, it would bankrupt Australia. If they did that alone, you know... They can't stand up to anything that's written in those conventions, Australia. It's a disgrace to humanity. So what are you going to do, Oz? The deal is uh, when you commit genocide and disrespect the customary law, there's a good chance you're going to cause ecocide. Now, these environmentalists in this country have done nothing except perpetuate the rubbish system that you've got here. And that oppresses Aboriginal people. Now, these NGOs, these so-called environmental groups, they've got no control. They've not got no... Uh, connection to the spirit of the land. Everything you plant out there is not going to survive. you got it all wrong. You don't see the holistic nature of the, of the place or the law. So you're doomed, unless you do the right thing. And like your sovereign said, get consent. All you women complaining out there, right, moralising about ethics and morals and legalities, while you're, you're standing in you're knee-deep in blood-soaked land, legally occupied land, how dare you? So that consent issue has got to be sorted at that point in time. If you want anyone else to respect it, you're liars, you're thieves, you're murderers and rapists yourselves. And you're all living on the back of that. Tell me if I'm wrong. And that's why you know, we can stand up in front of your garbage courts and say, where's your jurisdiction? And it rattles them. They've only got force of arms at all material time. It's just your jurisdiction has been around for a long time. Oh, it's our land and our law. Get with the program. You're not so superior. You know, you've set your children up for a hell. Good on you. That's how much you care about your own children. We knew that then. You know what sort of people put their kids down chimneys and get them to thieve for them? Same people who abuse children. Right? That's why you've got chronic abuse of children in this country today. That's also part of uh, destroying a culture. 
But they do it to themselves, these people. You know, they're just so disgusting and disgraceful. People could not believe how demonic these people were. There was not one iota of compassion in them, or humanity in them. They were beastly, demonic. And people don't know the gravity, the dimension or the magnitude of crime scene Victoria. You should have killed us all because we're going to keep going on about it until you sort it out. And it's, for, it's in the interest of your own children too. You know, who wants to be Australian whose history is genocide and terrorism? Do you want to be one of the children of that land, do you? Well, that's how it stands. You want to do something about it. You know, you're the inheritors. You're the beneficiaries of these crimes. It shuts you down. You try to travel globally and say that you're Australian. I'd keep my mouth shut. Because it's going to come at you, and your lies are being exposed for what you really are. That can be sorted out, but you've got to get rid of the filthy state, the crown, the commonwealth, and the state. And what blackfellas will do, we'll leave your local government, okay, even though yeah, they've got problems. Well, they're on the ground, that's the Shire, on the tribe's land. Let's knock up a law that we can coexist and then sort these other criminals out, like the state and the crown and the commonwealth, and anybody else, mining companies, anybody else. It's how simple it is, folks. We need to sit down together without these crimes involved. I'm sure we could sort it out. Shire and tribe, that's the people on the ground. They're the people who live together. have got a vested interest in making sure the land's healthy. Local communities. Why do you need the state? Do you need someone to manage your affairs? Do you? Are you that backward? Blackwater don't need a layers of useless, lard-ass governments managing their affairs. Why are you paying taxes to these imbeciles for, to oppress You don't need them, folks. Stick with the mob. We've got a higher law, actually. It's time you stepped into the law of the land here. Because at the moment, you're feral and you're a big problem. Right? There's a reasons why they've got customs laws. You don't step on our grave. You don't do that. You don't do this here. There's reasons why you have customary law. You don't bring your, your own rubbish law with you. That's invasion. So that's how I see it. Until they sort it out at that fundamental level, nothing's going to change. You're not the authority here. You're not the law. You don't get to be uh, an authority when you commit acts of genocide. You haven't got consent. You're a liar and a murdering thief. You're not the authority, white man. Okay? When you want to talk law and order, come and see us sometime. We'll show you what it is. You've got no idea. Anyway, I'll see is at the War Crimes Trial Truth Commission that needed that we spoke about at Uluru and in here in Melbourne that needed to proceed any treaty talk. A truth commission, folks. You can't have the criminals continuing, right? Because the, the states hijacked the, the treaty initiative, right? Like I said, they were running with forced assimilation into the foreign constitution. That was their push. But because of the resistance of Aboriginal people in Victoria in particular and the East Coast... We don't want to be a part of your constitution, okay? You foreign garbage. We'll have a treaty justice first, okay? That's it. Treaty justice first. And it's not negotiable. Their demands, they're not negotiable. Can you live with that, Oz? It's a standard international legal practice. Not that Australia would know anything about international law or conventions and standards. Because there's already a treaty process, a standard international legal process, why is this imbecile government called Victoria reinventing the wheel when it comes to treaty laws? And, and, and we're talking 200 and what, 
250 years after the fact. We've got hindsight here. We've seen what you've done with these other treaties around the world. It's pretty interesting, folks. We're inviting everyone to play a part in this. You know, shape this country the way that it should be done, for the better, for everyone. But remind, it's already got a law here. You need to respect it for your own good. This is a very healthy country not that long ago. You could drink the water. You could eat the fish in the river. You could breathe the air. Now it's becoming an issue. And we said that, uh, we said when we first seen these people, we knew what their intent was on the 90 mile beach on the 14th of April 1770. Crow tongue, people seeing them there. And they knew exactly what their intent was. They were firing cannons at us. Wouldn't let them land. We moved them on that day. Anyway, that 70 years later, they came back and it was like the beginning of the end of time for us. So, no treaty, meant to still at war. And white man, you don't dictate it, right? You're the criminal in this process. You just sit over there, we'll deal with you later. Skiko side, work by, consume die. Who'd want to eat this lie? It's all eco side. We're on the verge of human extinction. Civilization spiked the Kool-Aid you've been drinking. Eyes closed and constipated you're thinking. Can't see past your nose and Titanic sinking. Conscious shrinking, faster eyes are blinking. Big bits kills kids and fills the gills thick. Feeds off the selfish sickness. Staying divided out with illness. Humanity smothers wilderness. Killing this forest so you can't see the trees. Love one another, never trust the beast. Capitalist chaos claims to govern. An endless growth disease, it'll crumble. It will crumble. Blocks of knees, then you stumble. Minds affect. But cancer leads to us defective What's the answer been neglected? The earth needs steadily Causing casualties, very casually Elected leaders make us openly tragically A change gon' come, we need it very radically Problems are sector, we need to plant the seeds of revolution Of a bigger picture, perspective, solutions Is building institutions erected You've been listening to Earth Matters on the Community Radio Network with Nikki Stott Today on the show we marked the 70th anniversary of the UN Convention on the Prevention and Punishment of the Crime of Genocide and we spoke with Juran Bunjalini Boran Mandundurung, an elder from both the Croa Tungalung clan and Japwaran clan in Colony Victoria, about this ongoing issue of how genocide is still legal in Australia, despite our being signatories to the Convention and also what the shape of proper treaty negotiations with Aboriginal communities could look like, particularly when those communities have a shared understanding of the approach that they want. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Radio Network for their hard work in bringing you this program today and the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their generous support. Earth Matters is produced at 3CR Community Radio in Fitzroy, Melbourne, and we can be contacted at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com. So that's all for now, but tune in next week for more environmental and social justice stories. When the time is right, we know when to strike And these race parasites wake the fuck up and fight Smokestacks spit as capitalists keep the fires lit Black smoky meds going to 
against our instincts Practically drinking the industrialist piss This way of life cannot exist Wake the fuck about your bliss We live in a decadent death culture Didn't know, now I told ya Work consumption covered so much that bullshit's almost over Focus on this new emerging order And balance, not dependent on the slaughter Exploitation leaves the rich, richer and the poor poor But it's all worth nothing if we don't have clean water A world polluted by profits An unthinkable flaw called markets Natural world, the tool of this darkness Predator corporations Protected by state and federal legislations Billions to temper companies that make killings Lock and roll, CEO, pocket filling This insane game Live with no restraint, pollute and desecrate Where's your brain? Stay shoot nukes, now we all decay You best know who's to blame the industrial capitalist for being geared only towards profits we need to stop this cause there's no recognition of life that's nonsense straight nonsense i'm a product of a ruthless culture 500 years of colonialist sickness on my shoulders wish my ancestors could have been bolder now it's our duty to bring the revolution forward bring it forward Committing ecocide Gotta be more to people's lives Than work by Consume, die Resources suck dry They're our last eagle high While bald eagles fly We won't split an equal pie From attacks on native lives Whole country stripped by Globalization, genocide, colonialism been revived Now our earth will see us die Rise, organize your tribe Ride and regain your sight When the time is right We know when to strike And these rich parasites Wake the fuck up and fight 2007, the people scream and stop the slaughter 20 years from now, it's all we want is clean water Every day it's plain to see we're plotting our destruction Destroying Mother Earth without logging instruction Topsoil roads and their flow to the ditches Ditches lead to streams and kills the eggs of the fishes It's such a battle, trees are being cut for cattle Save a cow, save a tree, eat a fucking apple I'm tired of these assholes who think it's such a hassle Not to drive a boat and live in a fucking castle These ruthless executives should be in prison Cause who do you think the ones committing eco-terrorism? Villains, spilling waste into the ecosystem Supported by the police, the judges and the Christians The corporations we need to take down are faceless They know they do wrong so they avoid public relations The intentions of those fawning wealth stand naked Let's not play the hands we're dealt since they taken Our free will shows we knelt or be killed Altars of progress, doom is spelled by deadly doctors Tell us to live with losses, follow bosses, swallow costs Extinction prescriptions As technology, drugs, the witness, cringe the pain of a grip Give up society's fictions or we're finished. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.